I always picture us like in a studio with someone like counting us down <laughs> I wish I really really that's that's a dream is that we just record in a studio every week it'll never happen because we will not live in the same place for quite maybe someday don't say it'll never happen because someday we could just meet like once a month and knock out four or five episodes every oh my month God. that'd be so, so fun don't say that let's dream big we're, we'll record okay, well, in the studio Kai and I are big about like envisioning specifics about our dream home in Hawaii Mm. And I'm going to guess that you're going to want to come to Hawaii once a month to record. <laughs> so uh, I will build a podcast <laughs> in our dream home. That'll I'll add that to my list of specifics. Barn with horses and baby goats. Cute. Podcast recording studio. <laughs> love. I love that. I'm all in. I know. I was, I was so happy that we recorded in a studio with Jackie and Liz because we've never done that before but it it was so was fun so fun but it was very intimidating because there's just like this random like 20 something man in there listening to us and I was like god he probably thinks we're so fucking annoying but afterwards he was like that was good content and he was laughing a couple times so I was like we did good like he liked he likes us he liked it. Maybe we gained a listener. Episode, <laughs> definitely go listen to the episode with Jackie and Liz. It was so fun to do. We did it in a studio, and I was like, this is so much better. I can't uh, – this is a dream. I know. But I think we should start prioritizing when you and I are together, like booking a studio because it was really fun. 100%. Um, anyway, what is your treat of the week? My treat of the week – this is kind of like an convoluted because we're recording for a few weeks ahead. <laughs> but yeah. my treat of the week was like homecoming weekend and hanging out with everyone, getting to see everyone. And I just love, I, especially like me and you and Liz got so much alone time together. So mm-hmm. I really loved that. And also that weekend, Sean did his triathlon. So I got to cheer him on and he beat his goal. Yeah. So it was like all around. It was an exhausting weekend, and now I've been sick all week because of it, but it was also really fun, like, seeing everyone I wanted to see and just, like, good quality social time. So I feel I that was my treat yeah. of the week. Yeah. It was really wonderful. And we did the recording. It was all good. Mm-hmm. All good stuff. My treat of the week, again, we are ahead of the ballgame, is that... For once. <laughs> uh, Duke is here right now my sister's gsp and him and moose are freaking hilarious he's kind of like an old grump but they are really cute and they look the exact same it's like i'm like seeing double they like they act the same and they look the same which is funny because they're not related like by any means but like they're the same breed and gsps have very specific personalities Mm -hmm. and you like can see it because it's like oh yeah you guys are both gsp personalities but it was really cute. We took them to the dog park, and they had a really fun time, and then they're going to go hunting this week, and it's just been really cute. Danny and Hunter aren't even here right now because Hunter's working in L.A., and Danny's coming back from a trip, and so Kai and I babysat last night, and he slept with us, and then in the morning when we let Moose out of his kennel and Cleo, we have mandatory snugs, so she comes and snugs every morning. <laughs> it's a requirement. <laughs> it's, her, it's her rent. <laughs> and she comes... And so it was us, and we had three dogs in the bed, and I was like, this is, like, my heaven. <laughs> like, I could not be happier. So, like, the serotonin is flowing. Good stuff is happening over here. It's just a little puppy party. It's so fun. I know. My energy healer this week, she was like, I want you to think about, like, 
some of your happiest moments and channel that and like uh, like wash that feeling all over you and envision yourself in that in your job and your current job and your next job like in your life as a mm. whole and so she was like what is that memory for you and I was like honestly some of my happiest moments are just like playing with Sean and Buddy and like just like playing outside and like we have so much fun just being silly and running around and playing with the frisbee like it sounds so stupid but yeah. it is so like joyful to me so I love so that joyful it's simple but yet effective <laughs> it's so effective it's way more effective than any antidepressant I've ever been yeah on. if you're if you're depressed get a dog because it forces you to go outside and go on walks and Sorry. it's a built-in cuddle machine bestie built-in bestie mm-hmm. 100% what was your resource of the week? My resource? Oh, I started reading the new Sarah J. Moss series. So if you heard us raving about A Court of Thorns and Roses, this is her other book. One of her other, like, series. And it's called Crescent City, like, House of... I don't know. It's the first one of the Crescent City series. And it's so good, but it took a while to get good because it's way different, which kind of threw me off. Like, mm-hmm. the characters are really different. The setting, it's, like, modern-time fantasy. So they, like, have phones. Mm-hmm. And you and I were texting about whether they should go to therapy. In this book, they do go to therapy. <laughs> so they have, oh like, fey therapy. <laughs> so it's kind oh, of they're Oh, they're still, like, fey, though? Yeah, it's fantasy. Okay. But, like, uh-huh. it's modern. It's really weird. And so um, it definitely takes a little bit of getting used to. And there's some things that are... It, it almost has, like, a little bit more of a sci-fi feel because of that. Because it's, like, they have electricity and, like, you know, it's not, like, just, like, fantasy world. Because they have electricity and magic, they have all this, like, weird future stuff. Yeah. So it's a little bit of an adjustment, but, again, the plot gets really good. You have to read to cha- past chapter five. That's what I realized. Because in the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. But now it's good. Back on my reading game. Um, and I'm just excited because I have, like, a whole new one of her series. And then there's another one of her series that I that has eight books that I'm excited to read. Mm-hmm. So I have a good backstock of Sarah J. Moss books. So if you haven't read A Court of Thorn and Roses, or if you have and you're looking for something else, I do recommend Crescent City. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to – I'm almost done with the uh, the yeah. last book. Silver Flames. Current, the last current book, Silver Flames. And I'm loving it. And so I'm not really sure. I have a couple books I've checked out that I like. I've been excited to read, but now I'm like, I want to start her next fucking series. Like, I, I don't even want to read these books, but I, I'm going to, like Midnight Library and Silent Patient. Cute. So those I'm going to read first before I start another series, but but I'll be on that. I'll be on that yeah, game soon, pretty soon. Very soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, my resource of the week is a podcast episode. It's um, the Skinny Confidential had Rob Deerdeck on. And honestly, I like wasn't going to listen to it but then all of their at like all of their I don't know what the word like content promoting it was them saying that this is like one of their like top five out of all 500 episodes and so that kind of drew me in I was hesitant because I just thought he was like some like fuck boy like I don't really know much about Rob Deerdeck but listening to it it was so inspiring for me for someone like who we're trying to start our own podcast and like have our own little baby business like it made me inspired to work harder on this and it also just like the way he talks about how him and his family life is and like that's like something that I would love to work towards like they have all of these 
like rituals built in and it sounds like they have a really healthy dynamic so that was like another inspiring thing and he definitely was throwing in like all of his like fuck ups in his 20s stories and he was kind of saying that if you're in your 20s like it's okay where you are and if you're like thinking outside of the box and like dreaming about what you want like and taking baby steps like that's a good place to be for Mm -hmm. your 20s and so I think sometimes I feel like I'm behind but that episode kind of just made me feel inspired to work and like I'm not behind and like good about where I am so that was a really really good episode so that's my resource of the week yeah I listened to it and immediately sent it to like five people because it also was I agree. It's so good. Um, mm-hmm. I would have been my resource of the week if I knew Autumn wasn't going to say it, but <laughs> <laughs> she sent it to me, so she gets it. But it was so good. I also, I really liked how he talked about, like, different levels of success that he was in because there was also a point in time where you would consider him to be extremely successful, but then it turned out, like, he wasn't as successful as, like, he came off on the outside, and I think that's really important yeah. to think about when we live in a world where social media is so relevant and image is everywhere and you aren't actually seeing behind the scenes of like, I don't know, when you think of visions of success, there's so much more than what meets the eye. And so I really do think consistency is key. Small growth is key. All of these things that he talks about, it's like, yeah, okay, this all makes sense. Um, And I agree. It was so inspiring. And one of the things that we've talked about a couple of times in the podcast is how you become the average of the six people around you. But I am convinced that if you manipulate, like, the sixth, we will call it the sixth person to just be, like, really inspiring, cool people. Yeah, that you, like, listen to all the time. You're going to be better in life. And so if you are feeling like, oh, I don't have, like, six people that I'm obsessed with where they're at in their life, but I still love them, you can make your last person just, like, really cool podcasts that, that inspire you to do better. Because this guy, I literally got home and I was like, planning careers change it like I was like making a I had like a strategy for a one-year plan which I honestly have never had in my entire life and I was talking Kai through it and we were talking pros and cons and like it was very inspiring so definitely listen to it it's such a freaking good episode no I literally after I listened to it we've been texting like back (laughs) what the fuck is happening with our careers like where do we want to go like who do we want to be how do we want to get there we're like we're gonna start our own companies like we're just like on this dream big, work hard kind of thing. So yeah. work smart and hard kind of thing though. So yeah. so yes, 100% listen to it. If you're feeling any sort of entrepreneurial itch or just like lost it all. I you're just think it was stuck. a good, like makes you think about where you are and what you want differently. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. But today we want to talk morning routines and evening routines. Yay. This is something that I think Jordan and I have gotten better about but still struggle with and just like getting specific on like how we structure our day and like set ourselves up for success and like wind down at night because I know this I I think like a 20 something like just starting to work everyone is trying to like figure out what Mm -hmm. their morning and nighttime looks like and what feels best for them and so um so yeah just kind of giving you a little insight into ours and maybe it can give you some inspiration yeah, I think we, ha- I have learned a lot about morning routines. Like, I, I used to not have one. I, Autumn was too, probably a little bit more on her shit than I was, but I used to be like, wake up at 10, do nothing until 2 p.m., finally do my morning routine. Like, stay up until 
3 a.m. like every night. It's like I used to have none of this shit down like a year ago. So mm-hmm. I have come a long way, but I agree. We have learned. We I feel like it's almost nice to hear it from people who are bad at it because they are more equipped. We are more equipped to give you tips that are like tangible if you are bad at it. Like if you need advice yeah. for a morning routine, you should probably hear it from someone who's not good at morning routines because <laughs> it's like. Like, someone, like, it's, like, my sister is so clean and organized, and she's always tried to build systems for me, and I'm, like, your systems don't work for me, and I love you so dearly for trying, but our brains are so different that this does not function for me, and so hopefully if you're in the same boat that Autumn and I feel, like, some of these systems will make sense or work for you, so we're excited to talk about Mm -hmm. it. I can start. I feel like yours is probably more put together than mine, so So I'll start. (laughs) Um, It kind of... Right now, I go into the office on Tuesday to Thursday, and I work from home Monday and Friday. So I kind of have separate ones, which I'm trying to just be more consistent and do it the same way Monday to Friday regardless, because I find that when I don't have to log on until 8.30 and, like, I am at home, I will sleep in until, like, the last mo- the last moment that I can and cut my morning routine short just to sleep longer which is something that I'm trying to avoid I want I really want to just wake up like the same ish time plus or minus one hour every day that's something that I've been learning from Dr. Andrew Huberman is Mm -hmm. consistency and wake up times and like having more energy in the morning and so um I've been trying to be more consistent because right now on a Monday or Friday I'll literally sleep in until like 7 45 make a coffee make a smoothie um put on clothes and like log on to work which is not what I want like my ideal would be wake up at like 6 30 go for a walk because seeing sunshine outside Mm -hmm. in the morning is so key and then like putting on sunscreen maybe putting on light makeup so that I feel a little bit put together having a smoothie and then journaling and reading for a while to like kind of calm my mind and think about something other than work before starting the work day kind of so that's my dream for a Monday or a Friday but I'm definitely not there on Tuesday Wednesday Thursday um I wake up from like 6 to six thirty. something that's really helped me waking up on time is the hatch alarm clock which is a light alarm clock and so you can schedule it whether you want it to start waking up with light 30 minutes before your wake up time or an hour I do an hour just because it like helps my brain wake up faster because I would still snooze it even with the light on. And mm-hmm. basically it's so helpful because even if I'm on days that I ice skate, I need to wake up at like four thirty or five. So those are like hard for me to wake up. I just stare into the light of this alarm <laughs> clock until I'm not tired anymore. <laughs> so so the hatch alarm clock, it is like a hundred and thirty something dollars. I don't know, it is pricey, but it's so helpful and it's helped me like wake up in a more peaceful way and just like start my day better especially because I don't have a ton of like bright light in my room so that kind of acts as that and um after I wake up I look at my phone for a while which I don't want to do but I have been doing that I go on my phone for like 20 minutes and then I go downstairs and I make a coffee but I don't drink it I just have it and I make a smoothie or like eggs some sort of light breakfast I always eat something before I drink coffee, otherwise my stomach hurts really bad. And then I come upstairs, and sometimes I shower, depends on if my hair is greasy or not. And then I'll do my makeup and my skincare. And in the morning, I just put on sunscreen underneath, like, 
makeup. I don't have this whole morning skincare routine, really. And um, do my makeup, I'll pack my lunch downstairs, and then I drive to work, and then I work all day. And so it's, my morning routine is not, I want to start like doing gratitude in the morning every day and like maybe start stretching, but those are some <laughs> things that I've put on my goals for so fucking long and like never do it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to reevaluate and I think really for me, it's going to just need to be waking up a little bit earlier. I think now that I'm kind of mastering this like 6.30 wake up time, like pushing it to six and then maybe pushing it to like 5.30 once I master the six. Like yeah. just slowly t- like tucking that back a little bit so that I want a slow morning. I don't want to feel rushed or mm-hmm. late. And so, yeah, I just want to be more of an early morning riser. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now is taking back the wake up time so that I can have time for journaling and maybe stretching because, yeah, again, like, I want to just have a little bit more mindfulness and like slow me time before just going to work and like staring at a screen all day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like having more time and I mean, obviously, but like my changing, honestly, not obviously changing myself from a morning person from a night owl to a morning person has made me feel like there are so many more hours in the day. And I think that's because just the way that society functions, there are more productive hours in the morning time than there are in the nighttime. And I usually use my night hours to scroll or watch TV. So it's not like I was using Mm -hmm. them for productive time. So, yeah. And I think to your point, like the only reason my morning routine is any better than yours is because of moods. Which the only reason I'm better than you? (laughs) No, it's like literally I told I've told you this like. It's, like, by survival because I am up at 6 a.m., like, 5.30 sometimes because he will sit in his kennel and scream at us until we get out of bed. And so we had to push his dinner back an hour because it used to be, like, 5 a.m. on the dot. And we were, like, you need to not be starving at 5 in the morning because this is absurd. So... I'm up at 6 a.m. <laughs> so we had to reprogram our hatch to be like earlier and everything to try and wake up gently before. But the thing is, if he, if the light, t- like it wakes him up and then he'll come on earlier. Yeah. So it's this weird balance of balancing like freaking moose. But he's adorable and worth everything. Um, but usually he'll shut up if we let him in the bed. So if it's after 6 a.m., we let him snuggle for a little bit and we just kind of hang out in bed. And I have this thing on my phone that has helped me a lot. It's called Opal. I don't know if we've talked about it before, Mm -hmm. but it's a social media blocker. They actually have a discount for anyone under 25, which was wonderful. So it's, it's usually like a hundred bucks a year. And I think it was $19 a year. So it's like very cheap, um, for the subscription. And it now with the updated app, it logs into your screen time directly and like logs into your phone system directly and shuts off certain apps. And so, it's not it used to be a vpn and so i wouldn't be able to have my opal vpn on and my work vpn so if i was using opal i couldn't use my work apps which was really frustrating for me so i didn't use opal but now you can do both so i have a setting on opal that i literally can't change unless it's outside of the hours of the thing so it's locked during the hours of six to nine i cannot make any edits to it and all my social media apps are disabled from 6 a.m to 9 a.m 
which obviously helps me a lot getting off my phone because I like sit on my mm-hmm. phone and I'm kind of like looking for something to do and I have literally nothing to do. So then usually I'll try and read and I like to use the morning to read like my boring books because I feel like it mm-hmm. wakes up your brain to like have a think like a thought starter book and have a thought for the day. Yeah, it's just like let me one. just like, think a little bit. Um, so I'm reading The Untethered Soul and I just read a chapter every morning and like set a very minimal goal. And then I try to do my five minute journal and I'm honestly really bad about it, but I really like the five minute journal because the dates are blank. And so there's no like guilt associated, like you can fill in the dates, but there's no, it's not like you have to like be like, oh, I have to flip forward 40 pages because I haven't done it in a Mm -hmm. month and a half. And so it's really nice. wasting half of the book. Yeah. It's really nice to be able to like be on top of that habit and then let it go. Um, When I was more on my shit, which I actually really, really enjoyed at the beginning of the week, I would write out my work schedule for the day on my little calendar so that I knew what I had to do for that day, um, which was great. And I really liked that. And the only reason I haven't been on it is because the calendar that I had that I loved, I don't have anymore. I ran out of the pages. Mm -hmm. Again, it was not dated, which I love. but that's a good little thing to add in. Because then you're not scrolling on your phone making your calendar. You're, like, you have, like, a hard, like, paper version of it, um, which I liked. And then we'll take the dogs for a walk, which is great because we get outside in the sun. Right now it's getting sunny here. Like, the sun is coming up at 7 a.m. So usually from mm-hmm. 6 to 7 we're inside because it's literally dark outside. And then we'll go walk around around 7 um, and then I'll come back and I will wash my face, do my morning routine. My The only thing that I do in the morning is vitamin C, which right now I'm using the Glow Recipe vitamin C. I got a mini one. It hasn't been making me break out, so I might commit to it entirely. But the other one that I've heard is really good that's on my Christmas list is the CE Frulic Acid from, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, Skinceuticals, I think. And mm. it's like very, that's like the one that all the germs recommend, but it's expensive, so... It's not not my number one choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really, like, love my shower. So I try to take a shower every day. Usually I do. And I also don't like washing my face not in the shower. Like, I hate washing my face over the sink compared to the, a shower. Me so too. Usually I'll just do a shower because it'll make me wash my face. And then the thing that I've recently added to my morning routine is Athletic Greens AG1, which I freaking love. And we got the vitamin D drops, and we use those as well, which are huge in Seattle specifically. We use a triple dose of them because we need them. Um, but I think it's wonderful. I am so sensitive to multivitamins because they literally make me throw up no matter how I take them, which ones I've taken. Like, always they've made me throw up. And, but like... They have all the vitamins in Athletic Greens. So I've just been taking Athletic Greens. So I think I'm not taking his fish oil, which I think might be the thing that makes me throw up. Like, I think that might be the, issue, the reason why. <laughs> and mm. so I haven't been taking a fish oil, which I would love to add, but whatever. It's okay. I eat a ton of salmon. And then I also take a probiotic, which right now I'm taking the Ritual Symbiotic Plus. And Athletic Greens and Ritual, these probiotics, I feel like they've helped my stomach a lot. I haven't had as many hot girl stomach problems recently, so... <sighs> That's been great. <laughs> have you seen that on TikTok? Everyone's like, all the hot girls have stomach problems. <laughs> it's a fact. It is literally a fact. <laughs> and so now I'm less hot. Like, I don't have IBS, so whatever. <laughs> I um, And then I try to take my antidepressants. Good reminder for everyone. If you're not on prescription drugs for your mental health problems, it's a great course of action. Um, and I ice roll. 
That's like the one Ooh. thing that I would say. I got the skinny confidential one. Well, Autumn got me the skinny confidential one. Thank you, birthday present. It was amazing. It is like icy cold. It's way colder than the other ones, I will say. It, it gets is like, significantly better. Like painfully <laughs> cold for a little bit, but like so good. Yeah. My face is like, like just like, yeah. no puff. It's like, and I know. Okay, I've. Oh, sorry. No, jump in. I was just to say, when you're groggy, too, it's really yeah. nice to ice roll your face. And, like, oh, and I've been really into cold showers, which <laughs> it's winter up here right now. And so the <laughs> it's, like, stinging cold. Like, the shower, mm-hmm. the water that comes out of our shower right now is ice, ice cold. It's horrible, but it does make you feel a lot better to kickstart your day. Yeah. But I hate, I fucking hate it. Every morning I dread it. It's the worst thing that I do. But it does make me feel the best of any of my routine. And I have a yeah. coffee. I know. I forgot. I take, I forgot two things, and then I want to add on to yours. So I do take a shot of inner filet aloe vera juice every mm. morning. And it's funny because I literally pour it into a shot glass because you're supposed to take like two ounces, so it's the same <laughs> shot. And I just started doing this. Like I used to do it a while ago, and then I never bought it again. But so I've just gotten back on the routine like two weeks ago. My roommates are like, who's taking a shot every fucking morning? Like, why is there a shot glass in our dish rack? And I was like, oh, it's me. <laughs> so I literally pour it into a shot glass and like take a shot. I used to make this like drink with lemon juice and like apple cider vinegar. But it was just like to like I would do it on work from home days but on days that I had to go to the office it took too much time so I kept on not doing it so now I'm like it doesn't taste that bad I'll just take a fucking shot so I yeah. take the inner filet aloe vera juice because there's a lot of research that shows that it balances um, thyroid hormones and I've like had thyroid hormone fluctuations a lot so mm-hmm. if I can balance it in any way like even if there's a couple studies that show it I'm gonna do it it's also like ten dollars from whole foods so it's not expensive it lasts for a while um so that's something if you're having any sort of hormone problems i would definitely recommend trying that because it can't hurt you know like i tried sea moss but sea moss apparently is not good if you're having thyroid problems and sea moss made me feel like shit every day so that's something that be careful if you're like trying to do the sea moss thing but yeah so i do the inner fillet and then i used to always do the ice roller but now it's been my house has like no insulation the windows are so mm-hmm. thin and so in the mornings it's literally like below 60 in the house and the heat yeah. has problems so like putting the heat on even if you're only putting it to like 65 will make it feel really hot so it's kind of like hard to balance. So I'm so cold in the morning, I can barely get up that I don't want to do the ice roller, but I know I should because it does feel <laughs> really good. It does snatch my face up. So if you need an ice roller or you're thinking about doing it, definitely get the skinny confidential one. It is pricey, but it's definitely like significantly higher quality yeah, than the other ones like I used to buy. Better. But like the $10 ones would just like break after get a few months of using too. them. And like, yeah, and get warm really quickly. Like you could use her ice roller and not even it be cold and it would still feel good. Mm-hmm. Something I also want to add on is, yes, having a dog in the house helps my morning routine so much. Like, yeah. Buddy will bark and I'll have to take him outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like having one of those alarm clocks that runs away from you. Have you seen those? <laughs> because it like is. It's like a little, like you have to get out of bed and chase after it and like do something. And then once it's 6 a.m. and you're out of bed, you're like, well, I'm uh, like, I'm not going to go to sleep yeah. for 20 minutes. I might as well just like lay in bed. And then it gives you more time to do what you were saying when you go to ice skating, which is like 
just let your body wake up like I feed them and then I get back in bed and chill out and so Mm -hmm. it gives me more time to be slow which I think is really a great way to start my day like not feeling like like I don't wake up and I'm like anxious about work starting in 10 minutes and the meeting that I have it's like I have so much time to prepare that I just start off on a much better foot and if you live somewhere um that daylight savings is like a huge swing which up here it is a really big swing like it was literally getting dark at 8 a.m i mean getting light at 8 a.m and it was so horrible and now it's getting dark at 4 p.m which is terrible but in order to maximize sunlight like you have to be up before sunrise so i found that being a morning person helps my seasonal depression a lot more than being a night person did um and i think that goes back to like dr human's light thing but it really like I was talking to somebody who just moved up here and I was like I know I used to be like such a night owl and say that I was never going to be a morning person but it has been game changing for my mental health with seasonal depression so yes and also something another reason I'm trying to take the wake up time earlier is because like because we have this like podcast that we're doing on the side of work I want to be able to build in time to work on the podcast in the morning before I do anything. Like, mm-hmm. after I work all day staring at a screen, I do not want to come home and look at a screen more and, like, yeah. feel pressured that I have to be doing it at that time. So it's, like, I would love – and, like, I'm more creative and have more energy in the morning. Like, I'm, my mm-hmm. brain's going to work better and think better in the morning. And so that's something that I want to tap into is, like, maybe from 6 to 6.30 every day, I, like, spend 30 minutes – envisioning or like manifesting or whatever like thinking about the podcast like having dedicated work time in the morning that's just for myself and not for my real job or like for anything else so so yes I think becoming a morning person or having a slow morning you don't need to wake up early like depending on what kind of job you have just having a slow morning and where you're able to fit in things to like make yourself feel good and just not feel like pressured about constantly thinking about what's next just being present in the morning is something that I've really benefited from and I'm still working on it but the nighttime routine I got that one down but the morning routine I'm like (laughs) still building it really sets like and everyone says this but it's true it really sets you up for success in your day Mm -hmm. and to your point about the podcast one thing that I found in juggling these things is that I like being able to get my workouts out of the way in the morning. Yeah. And so then I don't have work and then a workout. And if you go to classes like I do, that takes up a lot of your day. And so by the time I get home from that, I really don't want to do anything productive. Like I want to be able to veg. So if I do my workout in the morning, then I have all evening to like do things. And so if I want to post content for my TikTok, if I want to do stuff for the podcast, like I have the evening time where I'm literally not worried about anything else except Mm -hmm. like getting whatever it is that needs to get done. So I think it is really, again, it does make you feel like you have more hours in your day, more productive hours than I felt like I had before. Especially now with daylight savings too. I'm like, I cannot work out when it's pitch black. I'm not going to go to the gym yeah. at five right now. Like I, yeah. I went to the grocery store this Monday at five and I literally felt like I was going on some like insane trek. I was like, it's pitch black outside. <laughs> like it's 5 p.m. But I feel like I'm like venturing into the abyss to like go to the grocery store. <laughs> so I'm trying to shift myself right now in the winter to like, 
I don't want to have anything to do after work. Like, I want to be able to come home, hang out with my roommates for a little bit, watch a show, read, and, like, that's my night. I don't have to work out. I don't have to do podcast stuff. I don't have to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So what is your night routine? So my night... (laughs) (laughs) My night routine, I have kind of honed in. I used to be someone who at night my anxiety would hit me and I didn't have like a proper wind down I would just get in bed and like try to fall asleep and because of that my mind would still be racing I didn't like have any sort of relaxed period so when I started realizing that I couldn't fall asleep because I was just like anxious at night I was like okay I have to do something to build a set routine to make myself be able to fall asleep better and like sleep easier and um so after work I'll hang out with roommates or hang out with Sean like I don't really have a set routine after work necessarily but when I am like ready to go to bed and it's actually time to go upstairs I will make like a hot cup of water and put magnesium in it I used to use calm magnesium but I just bought um, magnesium glycinate I don't know if I'm saying that right but it's from Thorn. Yeah. And so I just bought theirs because Thorn has really high quality supplements. So I like you. I want to like kind of switch all of my supplements to Thorn. So I'll make that because if you're someone who one, everyone would benefit from from magnesium because our soil is not as nutrient dense as it used to be. So and magnesium is something we're kind of all deficient in. Two, mm-hmm. if you're anxious, <laughs> magnesium is depleted when you're anxious. So it's definitely something yeah. that has helped me a lot with my anxiety. Like if I'm extra anxious, I'll like. Put more magnesium in my cup but if I'm just like a regular night like want to wind down I'll just have like a teaspoon of magnesium so I'll drink that and then I'll go upstairs I have this red light bulb in my lamp and so I'll mm-hmm. turn on my red light bulb because the red light frequency doesn't like stimulate the cells in your eyes to like keep you awake so your body's better at producing melatonin and then I'll light a couple candles I had some pumpkin vanilla ones when it was fall and now I'm transitioning it still is full, but now I'm transitioning into my gingerbread and my like sugar cookie vibe. So I always light a candle and then I go and I take a candle lit shower and which is so relaxing. It just makes me feel so good. And then I sit in the shower and I play um, the daily like calm. They have this like gratitude series and so I've been going through this gratitude series so I listen to that and while I'm in the shower sitting down I'll like wash my hair I will brush my teeth I will put on I don't I stopped using face wash and I'm only doing like oil cleansing so I'll use jojoba I'm not saying that right probably jojoba oil to like get all my makeup off and then I will gua sha and I'll also like go up my whole body, like use the gua sha to go up my legs Mm. and up my arms and like do a full body thing while I'm listening to this like gratitude meditation. So it's just super relaxing. And I also brush my teeth in the shower because I don't know why I'm the same as you, like washing my face and brushing my teeth, like that's an in the shower activity for me. (laughs) I'll obviously- It's so much more enjoyable. I'll obviously brush my teeth not in the shower in the morning if I'm not taking one, but like if I'm taking a shower, and it's time to brush my teeth, I'm doing it in the fucking shower. I don't know why. I've always been that way, and I'm always a sit-in-the-shower person. <laughs> so <laughs> that is how I do it. And then I get out of the shower. Oh, I also have this, like, peppermint oil that I, like, put on the shower floor. Mm. And so I use the peppermint in the morning, but I want to 
like buy a lavender one to use at night because lavender is more relaxing peppermint's more gonna like wake you up so um so uh, some sort of like oil in the shower to just have some aromatherapy it's so nice Mm -hmm. and then i get out of the shower and i do my nighttime skincare when my skin's a little wet because i've heard that apparently not fully dry like if it's damp it'll help absorb better and like keep your skin dewy and moisturized better and i do that in the candlelight which is so relaxing it just makes me feel like i'm like in this little spa so at nighttime i use the dr dennis gross advanced retinol and ferulic it's like Mm -hmm. it's a calm enough retinol that you can use it every day and um so i use that and if my skin's extra dry i put on the summer fridays jet lag mask that you got me yay and my skin already feels really good from the jojoba oil too so like those are kind of my skincare at nighttime and at nighttime is also when i take all my supplements just because like you sometimes i struggle with like a nauseous sort of thing but i find that if i do it at night like not too late after i eat dinner and i just fall asleep pretty quickly after that i don't have to deal with any of that so i will take i take a fish oil the one i take is from whole foods and for fish oil, my psychiatrist told me it's important that you buy a fish oil that has a thousand milligrams of EPA in it mm-hmm. because of that is best for overall brain health and inflammation. And so it's if you have anxiety, that's something that I would recommend you take. And if you don't have anxiety, I'd still recommend you take it. But yeah. so a thousand milligrams of EPA is important. And then I um, take vitamin D. I just take like a thousand milligrams or whatever of that. And then I have a probiotic right now. I'm taking Just Thrive probiotic. And then I also recently bought Thorne's Deproloft again, which Yay. Deproloft is something that Jordan and I used to take all the time. And it's just like an overall mood stabilizer. It has a lot of herbs, like natural SSRIs, like St. John's War and stuff like that. This is something that I vetted with my psychiatrist. He, at the time, hadn't heard of it, but then he looked into all the ingredients and like the overall company. And he's like, this is a very good anti-anxiety supplement or like just overall mood stabilizing supplement he's like thanks for showing this to me i'm going to start recommending this to patients who don't want like a true ssri if you are on an ssri you cannot take <laughs> Deproloft. so that's a side yeah. note make sure if you're taking any sort of medication like clear just this talk to your because, psychiatrist, yeah. yeah talk to your psychiatrist just because it does have ssri components and so there is such a thing as like too much serotonin <laughs> and it can impact you negatively so those are my four nighttime supplements and then i get in bed and again the hatch alarm clock is just amazing because you can also schedule like a nighttime routine and so when i press my nighttime routine it has like a red light and so i set it for an hour of reading i don't always read for an hour it just kind of depends but the light slowly dims while you're reading which is so makes you so much more tired than you think because like the light is really bright at first so you're like easy to read and then when it slowly gets darker it's harder and harder to read the words on the yeah. paper and because it's hard to read then I'm just like drifting off already like fighting to keep my eyes open to read another page so then by the time that turns off if I even make it that far a lot of times I'm too tired don't even make it that far then it goes to step two of my nighttime routine which is just like um, like white noise, like a rain sound for like 30 minutes. And then I just blow my candle out and fall asleep. And I am, I fall asleep almost instantly every night. And I think it's just because I have like a full hour and a half of just relaxing 
and also having candlelight and red light only is has been like game changer for me in terms of like mm-hmm. winding down every time i go to sean's i'm like this is jarring like you need to have a red light he has in his bathroom like an led thing that his roommate put in which is like whatever but i like it because i can make it red and then i'll take like a red light shower yeah. at his house yeah. i need to get him the color changing bulbs so we have the relaxation but um mm-hmm. if you're gonna do anything for my nighttime routine it's a red light like and you don't need to buy the million dollar juve like literally a five dollar red light bulb or a ten dollar any color light bulb you know like yeah. it's a really big game changer so i'm pretty strict about my bedtime routine unless i'm at sean's kind of throws me off oh i also do my gratitude journal i want to mm. do more journaling but right now i told myself if i can just write down like five things i'm grateful for like that still counts as journaling and so yeah. i've been doing that and been able to be consistent with it because i don't feel pressured to write a whole long like recap of my day or like how I'm feeling emotionally so right now I'm doing like a bare minimum journaling it's also easier to extend a habit than it is to start a habit so like that's yeah that's a good way to keep the habit up Mm -hmm. um that is delightful I literally got sleepy while you were talking (laughs) about it because I was like picturing myself doing these things and like (laughs) convinced my brain that we're going to bed so I'm going to add a bunch of those things to my routine. You inspired me. Um, but my routine is a lot more simple. Well, I would just say it's more varied usually. Like I don't do these things as consistently. But the one thing that I do that you were talking about is I have a good – well, first of all, I have my Opal come on. Mm-hmm. It comes on at 9 p.m. every day. So from 9 p.m. to midnight, I don't have access to any social media on my phone. And – my bedtime is like 10 o'clock and at this point now I've done it for so long that like I am asleep at 10 o'clock on the dot whether I like it or not (laughs) and so I'll wind down turn off my phone be off screens starting at 9 p.m and then I will read usually I get in bed and Kai falls asleep a little bit before me or he'll like scroll or whatever but I'll also use my hatch light and I have it set up so I have 30 minutes of reading and then I have no I have 45 minutes of reading and then 15 minutes of just white noise to fall asleep to um and that's great and it's great because I don't have a time on my hatch like my the the thing where it says the time turns off at night Mm -hmm. because I read that it's better for you if you wake up in the middle of the night to not see the time that it is because if you do then you like go into a panic yeah Yeah. and so it like uh, spikes your adrenaline and tries to wake you up and all this stuff so I don't have the time but I know what time it is based on the light changing and turning off so from 9 to 9 45 the I'm reading and then at 9 45 the light goes off and then I'm like oh I'll just go to sleep and then when the white noise turns off I know it's 10 and so it's a good system and Mm -hmm. it's definitely helped me a lot I would say like again bare minimum do not be on your phone for an hour before bed it is so game changing the nights that i am i literally feel hungover the next morning like Mm -hmm. it is kind of horrifyingly and disgustingly influential on your (laughs) well-being so if you do the red light and aren't on your phone screen like at the bare minimum you'll probably feel way more well rested and way better so Mm -hmm. yeah that's my simple night routine I know I find the more that 
I'm strict about my bedtime routine, the better I feel waking up and like the more energized I feel waking up and less groggy. Like obviously for me, it changes based off where I am and like my cycle. I can so tell like my energy dips so hard in the morning depending on that. But being consistent with a bedtime routine is going to help you be consistent in the morning morning routine. And I think that's why I've like developed this intense nighttime routines. Cause now I'm like, Hey, nighttime routine is done. I got that down and I love it. Like it feels like I'm at a spa relaxing every night. It doesn't feel like a chore. Like it just feels good. And now that I have that down, now I can just slowly start inching back in my morning routine and like perfecting that. It's yeah. like one step at a time. I think some people try to go from like, watching a movie at 10 p.m. every night and going to bed at midnight and waking up at 8 to like I'm going to go to bed at 8 p.m. and wake up at 4 a.m. and I'm going to work out in the morning and journal in the morning it's like if you try to change your whole life at once like maybe you'll do it for a week and then you'll get burnt out and go right back to where you were so it's like baby steps with routine building when I think understanding the things that have the highest impacts like for me it's phone not being on my phone for an hour before bed Mm-hmm. Like, that even means, and I think Dr. Humorman talks about this, like, even a TV across the room is better than being on your phone. And yeah. so, on, like, Fridays, I'll watch TV before bed, but I won't be on my phone still mm. from those hours. And so, I think that there's, like, a, that like knowing the bare minimum what's going to make you feel the best is great because then you can build things. You can do your spa shower like once a week, but you don't have to do it every day of the week. But knowing like, okay, but from nine to 10 every day of the week, I'm not going to be on my phone Mm -hmm. is like huge to me. And for any of my friends listening, that's why I never text you back after 9 PM and why I'm never texting you in the morning until after 9 (laughs) AM. So It's so funny. There's so many times where like, if you, text me at like 8 30 or 9 I'm not going to respond to like 7 and it's the same if I text you like past 10 I would never expect it to ever have a response yeah. <laughs> like, like we'll be in in the middle of a conversation and I will just <laughs> not respond until the next morning so that's why um but anyway thanks for listening we will see you next week this was a fun and cute one and I enjoyed it we hope you did too Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs>